0: Welcome to the Raymond Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. Gray, a little foggy Seattle, and we hope wherever you are in the world, whether it's daylight, nighttime, spring, or emerging winter, um, we wish you groundedness, wholeness, and healing as we move into present consciousness and talk about beautiful events of the day. One of my favorite things to do is to interview people who I believe are on the standing on the leading edge of thought. Um, I think that's lovely to bring new perspectives and have people share their visions and insights and consciousness with all of us so that we can absorb the things that um, touch our souls and allow our own beings to expand in awareness. So, today is one of those days where I get to interview people standing on the leading edge of thought. And one of them is our very own um, co host of Conscious Talk Radio, Brenda Michaels, who's in the studio with us today. and. Um, a woman who helped her write her very first book, Marsha Mercant, who's a multiple award-winning actor, singer, voiceover, artist. I, I think the list is long, actually. And so um, Brenda's beautiful new book is called The Gift of Cancer. Oh, fabulous. A Miraculous Journey to Healing. One of my favorite topics of all, um, Brenda, is the one that you've decided to write about, really a story mm. about your own life mm-hmm. um, that you courageously decided to share with everyone else. <laughs> and from what I read in the book, welcome to the show, both of you, by the Thank way. You. Thank you. Lovely it's it's to having to you. Here. Yeah, it's great. To, it's lovely to have you. That um, it took you a while to decide to share,
1: share your story, like what, a decade or something oh, oh, like yeah. that? <laughs> More than that. Really? And, and it really wasn't deciding it. I decided it like 15 years ago (laughs) but writing it was the journey and Mm -hmm. it was very cathartic and I'm you know we have to be okay with our weaknesses we all have talents we all have gifts we all have strengths we all have weaknesses and writing is not my greatest strength and I knew that and I never set out to write a book I never even thought about writing a book about this journey but I had a, a, my husband's uh, friend, and she's been mentioned in the book, Vishara. Uh, she tracked me down. Yeah, what Maybe? did she say to you? What
0: was that, that key phrase that stopped you in the midst of your agony of,
1: I, I don't think I'll ever be able to do this? What was it? She just said, you're going to. It's your destiny. (laughs) And I laughed at her just like you are. Yeah, Uh because I didn't believe it. Wow. And she's a a channel and a very spiritual Mm. person and very, very clued in, clairvoyant psychic. Mm. And she said, you are going to do this. And, and I said, no, I'm not. And she said, you are. And I've already contacted the man that is going to help you with this. And wow. you, will, you two will be getting together. So at that point, I had to kind of surrender to it. And I did. And it was, it was Rob. Oh. Yeah. It was, my, it was my beloved. Yeah, my it, other half. Wow. Yeah, and that's how destiny. we met. Wow. Was, that's what she said. It's your <laughs> destiny. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And he helped me write the first couple of drafts. And I wasn't prepared to put it out yet. Mm-hmm. Well, it's s- a big deal. It's a really big story
0: because your journey in your healing process is full of a lot of consciousness and awareness and a reflection even on the the processing that was going on in your mind, mm-hmm. which I think very few people have that knowledge to be able to go back and take inventory of their process because typically when people are diagnosed with a potentially life-threatening disease, and in your case, truly life-threatening disease, um, especially by diagnose number 3 right. right is is that it's they're so scared and they're in mm-hmm. so much terror that they can't really pay attention to the inner dialogue that's going mm-hmm. on with them mm-hmm. and so one of the gifts of this book i think is that you presented that mm-hmm. and you presented your way home yes. you know and your way towards your intuitive thought so that you could make the decision that your body was telling you to make because we all have insight into our wellness. Yes, you know? we do. And into every step of our life and all of our destiny, actually. But we, t- we have to get past that voice. And I think it's m- most challenging for humans when we are in fear of our lives, right? It's right. really, really, really Well, scary. and I was
1: getting a visceral um, sign from my body as well. And, you know, I, I truly know from experience, that our spirits know exactly what it takes to get our attention. And so that voice that suddenly started to speak in me that I'd never heard before, I'd never been in touch with, that was not me, um, along with the clinching and the visceral feeling that my body was giving me was a clear, a very clear sign that if I went down the road of the medical model, mm-hmm. it wasn't going to be enough for me. hmm and and I had no idea what what else to do. Right. I certainly didn't know, but I knew I couldn't do that. Wow. And that's when I had to step step off the cliff, basically, because I hadn't I didn't know where I was going. And jump. And jump. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And
0: so Marcia, you've been instrumental in helping you know, pull this information from Brenda,
2: right? <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean a crane. <laughs> well, and, and that's a, yeah,
0: yeah. I think that's a talent, you know, because mm-hmm. obviously as an editor and, you know, you're able to recognize a story when you see one and, and you use your own intuition clearly to be able to bring out the beauty of what someone has inside of them, right? So they can express it right. on the pages mm-hmm. and ultimately create a book that... Uh, oh, did I
1: say she's my PR person? <laughs> <laughs> well, she sounds like a whole lot she for you. Is. Another she part
0: is. of the destiny, Absolutely. right? So you meet Rob, who helps you, because he's a good writer. Oh, yes. So I've heard, you know, yes. your lovely husband and co-host mm-hmm. for Conscious Talk Radio. Mm-hmm. You guys are live here every morning. Yes. You know? I mean, really early. What time do you guys get up? Seven. <laughs> oh, we get up
1: at 5.30. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, you,
0: and that's early because you don't have to fight traffic because you guys get to do your show from your lovely home yes um which is amazing um so you're up planning and organizing things so you can you know share the wisdom that the two of you love to share with the world yes through your radio which is amazing yeah and so you meet rob you fall in love you mm-hmm. have this amazing relationship mm-hmm. you know he's
1: encouraging you, you to write oh yes <laughs> even though i'm as marsha will attest to i'm writing Sentences that are half a page long. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I'm, and, and Marcia said something so powerful to me in the beginning when she asked me, and it took us a while. uh, And you have to hear the story of how we met. I'll let Marcia share that because it was destiny, truly, that synchronicity. But she, what she said to me really. Kind of hung in the air pretty thick for a moment when she said to me, She said, when you're doing this with the long sentences, mm-hmm. she said, you're not trusting in the power of your story. Wow. wow. And, and that really hit home for me. It's like, I, I never thought of it like that. Wow. So that was a powerful thing for me to learn about writing and about trusting yourself as a writer and it's a very intimate thing to a do very intimate experience and it was it was not easy just turning it over to her be, and and because I wasn't sure how she was going to do and what she was going to do and what she was going to say <laughs> and like I said it's a very intimate thing you know that you've written a book yeah. and we interviewed you about yes, your lovely yes. book so thank you. yeah it, it, but but when she came back to me With those first pages I had sent her and what she had said there and what she had communicated, I instantly knew she was absolutely the person for me. Like it evoked more. I just, I was able to just completely trust. Wow, wow. Okay,
0: so maybe we should start a little bit in the beginning for our audience. (laughs) You know, I I don't always like to tell the whole story about a book because I want people to go out and get the Mm -hmm. book, and I think this is a, a fabulous book that. You know, cancer is a disease that we still have to deal with in our human bodies, and it's something that we're most human beings are terrified of. And so th- I know that as our consciousness expands, as our perception changes, cancer will be something that we can treat and heal successfully with love and compassion and kindness. And so every time we have something like your book that comes out into the world, we know consciousness is expanding globally for humanity. Mm-hmm. And the less fear we have about it, the quicker we can get to a space where, It can be resolved for all of the human race so that it's not something that makes people, you know, go screaming from their doctor's room, you know. And even physicians can be the cheerleaders that that their patients need, Yes, and encourage them to be a part of the decision-making process because – it's the individual's body that knows what it needs. Absolutely. Right?
1: And and we don't trust that.
0: I know. That's it,
1: because we've not been, we've been trained not to trust. I know.
0: That, that's why I wrote Intuitive Self-Healing, because yes. I really believe that people are naturally intuitive, and they know how to heal themselves. So you were 26 years of age when you were diagnosed the very first time with cancer. Mm-hmm. I mean, that in itself,
1: yikes, yes. right? Yes, yes. Well, and, and not surprisingly so, once you read the book, and you read the backstory of the the emotional pain that I was in and the physical pain, um, you know, in the in the abusive marriage I was in, you know, and the verb in the verbal abuse. It was all and it was it was just a a pickup from my, childhood. my child life. Yeah. You know, I, I actually married my my father. Yeah, not an
0: uncommon thing, no? you know, when we haven't resolved issues with prominent relationships in our life. We continue to do them in partnerships or with our children or siblings or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, we
2: ha- we tend to do that. So get those repeated opportunities to work out that stuff you didn't work out with the first person you encountered. So beautifully love- well said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Marcia
1: said last night, uh, Marcia said last night was really funny. She said her practice husband, this was her first husband, <laughs> he was a practice husband. My practice husband. And, and I had two practice husbands. <laughs> I, I love the term
2: practice, husband. Yeah, I know. Oh, it. my gosh. I think it's a really good concept. Yes, you know, it is. To well, and it's the out truth. That stuff. Yes, yeah. it is. And then yeah. when you
0: use the word practice, you're being kind to yourself and the other individual. Right. Yes. There's not right. blaming going on. There's just, yeah. oh, we were
1: practicing. Yeah. You know? and. And I think I got it I think I got it down now, right? <laughs> well, I thought I had it down and I had to go through a second practice husband yeah. to find it. But there was so it. much
0: beauty in that relationship oh. too, you oh, know. Yes. I mean I mean, wow. I, I think that because he he really did support you he in the did. decisions that you made. He did. Yes. Yeah, so, okay, so back to husband number one, you know. <laughs> and this diagnosis at twenty six years of age. I can see how that would have created a vibration of fear about the disease to begin with. You're really young, mm-hmm. although you write in the book, you say that you didn't really understand the depth of the I diagnosis. Didn't. I didn't. And you ended up having a complete hysterectomy.
1: I did. Wow. And I couldn't have children. Wow. And um and and I you know I went through that and I didn't I just pushed my way through it and I pushed all that behind me really quickly because I was terrified in my life in so many ways and one of the things I was terrified more than the abuse that was coming my way in that relationship, I was more afraid of being alone than I was staying in that relationship. So my focus wasn't on the cancer. It wasn't on what was really happening with me or the fact that I couldn't have children now. It was saving that marriage, a marriage that was... Uh, I learned a tremendous amount about myself in that marriage, but it was a very abusive relationship to to stay Mm -hmm. and very toxic. Mm -hmm. So you can see how emotionally and spiritually and physically I was setting myself up to invite cancer into my life. Which I think is a really
0: amazing key concept that our emotions are personal toxic emotions that we don't want to pay attention to, that mm-hmm. we're not taught to mm-hmm. do very well, actually. A lot of people grow up in dysfunctional families. It's not that uncommon. In fact, I think it's the soul's desire to create this petri dish of problems in your family of origin, or not, you know, some not all people encounter you know, serious problems, but so that we'll remember what we want to work on. Because, you know, we come here to earth and we totally forget about our past lives. We don't have this instant memory of what it is that we wanted to learn when we came here. And so our family members and all of their beauty, really, you (laughs) know, they evoke that. Oh, I I want to learn self-empowerment or Mm -hmm. to trust yourself, right? To believe in the magnificence of you. Mm -hmm. Wow. So
1: you eventually left this marriage, I finally got the courage to leave it, Mm -hmm. and when I did, oh, whoa, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I turned into this unbelievable woman who sat at bars, went to bars by herself, would sit at the bar, would take a cigarette literally out of the box and hold it like this in my hand and wait for the first man to come along and offer to light it and buy me a hey, drink. That's a really good pickup technique, actually. It was. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, I would. And oh, so
2: healthy. Yeah. Oh, so healthy, right. Yeah.
0: But, but, you know, you're an actress yourself. Yes. And a model.
1: Well, not anymore, but yes, I did oh, all of that. Right. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. So,
0: no, I, I love your pickup technique. You know, like, don't you huh, love it? I wish I smoked, you
1: know, yeah. but I don't. Well, so. you have to have the short skirt on, too. <laughs> okay, yeah. And the high heels <laughs> and, and, that, and that's that. And
2: you know that's really going to attract the kind of man right. you want to be with. Right. <laughs> <too. Yeah. laughs> the great like, guy you're looking that's for. That's the guy I'm looking for. The one yeah. who can't wait to let your cigarette, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right. got to know that's going to be a practice husband. Yeah,
0: And buy your next drink. Yes. So so despite all that, though, you did meet someone who I could really feel the, the energy and mm-hmm. the resonance in this relationship, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like the, the companionship. I mm-hmm. think both of you were on a very similar level of consciousness. We were.
1: Which is what you want in right. partnership, right? right? And what was so attractive about that, uh, about Scott in my life, was he was a real upbeat person and he, he believed in me yeah. for the first time. He loved that I wanted to leave the mortgage business and get into acting and to get into modeling and to do the things that made my heart sing. He totally supported that. And I had not never had that before. Wow. And uh, and that was very alluring to me. You know, when you have a man behind you, because that's how Rob is with me. He's genuinely there. Right. I mean, he's picked up the pieces this week because we've just been running around and doing interviews and book signings and talks. He's just there. He's like a rock, and that's how my... Well, he st-
0: loves you. Yes. You know, he adores you and cherishes
1: you. And so when you're happy and fulfilled and,
0: and living your destiny, which is you guys came together oh, yeah. to write this book initially, yes. that's what
2: brought you and Rob together. And now he has to love me, too, because <laughs> yes, cause I, cause I worked on the book. And,
1: and really, how, how we <laughs> came... i sure he does. He does. And how we came yeah. together was yeah. so beautiful, uh, you know... Marcia, tell her because Please. I want everyone to know because there was such beautiful synchronicity there.
2: Well, I, I had worked on another book, a beautiful pictorial book called Fearless Women, Visions of a New yeah, and World. And it's doing great. Yeah. Yes. And it's really beautiful. This mm-hmm. woman, uh, Marianne Halpin, who mm-hmm. created that, it's a third in the Fearless Women series. And wow. they're all three of them are just beautiful, beautiful books. And yeah. Marsh is
1: in that one.
2: I'm in that oh. one. Oh! Yeah. I'm a contributor and I also oh. co-edited wow. the, many of the stories in there. Mm-hmm. And it, it that was a thing that came about in a very unexpected way. Marianne is a longtime friend of mine and she Called me to say, oh, I've lost one of my editors. What am I going to do? Mm. And I'm sort of talking her off the cliff. And as I'm <laughs> as I'm talking to her, there's a little voice in my saying, head I be doing that this. says, yeah. I, I could edit this. And mm. then another little voice that's saying, You don't know how to edit. What are you talking about? You know, I wasn't a writer at that point. I've made my living as an actor for wow. over forty years, and that's what I know. That's what I do. I had wow. no other aspirations. No other skills that I knew of, um, wow. and but I but something in me just said, tell her you can do that. And I finally, after an hour on the phone, I said, "Well, Marianne, I can I can edit it for you." And she said, "Oh my gosh, would you? That'd be so great." And I thought to myself, "Oh my God, will I? I have no idea." <laughs> oh my God. But but I, I talk s- about being courageous, yes. right? And listening
0: to that voice. Because that's a big part of intuition is that you don't always know what it really means. Right. Mm-hmm. But you can, you get familiar with the resonance of, I need to pay attention to this. I may not know what it entails, but it's it's true. Exactly. Exactly. A- and
1: the parallel of that, because she said yes mm-hmm. to something that she had no idea she could right. do. And now she had a responsibility to <laughs> right. do it. And, and
0: both of you women, when I'm because, you know, I can read energy, you both have extreme integrity, you know, you really do live up to what you say you will do, Mm -hmm. come hell or high water, you know, even if you don't really want to do some of the things you said you're going to do, (laughs) which you've both perfected that that talent of knowing, yeah, I really don't want to do this, (laughs) right, whatever that is. And so yeah, when you say yes, you really mean yes, it's not a kind of sort of maybe yes,
1: it's a I'm in,
2: Right. So she like
1: jumped off the cliff, too, in a way. (laughs) You know, maybe her life wasn't threatened. But when we think about that parallel to some person that would do that to someone that would do what she did, that could feel life threatening because you've just made a big, huge commitment now to help put a book out into the world. Right. That can feel to the ego, the smaller self. Pretty life threatening, and so I loved that parallel between us. And
2: and to work with twenty five or thirty different women, helping them to tell their stories, which was so so powerful. Mm. So, have you
0: ever collaborated on some other written, you know, like a a play or something of that nature? Never. That is just amazing. (laughs) No. And and this is what's so beautiful about consciousness is that we all have many many talents. As we each and every single being is magnificent. Mm-hmm. And when we allow ourselves to recognize that frequency, that joy, that curiosity, we discover more amazing things about
1: ourselves. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I, I have to say that about four months before this happened, mm-hmm. I, I lost my best friend of 45 years to, oh. to cancer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you. And it changed my life. Wow. It cracked open my heart in mm-hmm. a way that You know, I I survived something I didn't think I could survive. I really thought I won't make it through this. Wow. Um, And because I was in that state, I Uh think it's part of the reason. And so, you know, we're talking about finding the gift in something. I know that my friend Melinda is with me all the time. She's a strong personality. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Very strong. She's driving it. Yeah. Yeah. Because
0: before you mentioned he, I mean, her, I thought, God, was her friend a male? And I didn't see anyone as of yet. I'm like, because the energy is so so strong. Mm -hmm. She has very masculine energy Mm -hmm. in it. Well, I'm having the pleasure of interviewing Brenda Michaels and Marsha Mercant. Beautiful book that they've brought together for all of us to read, The Gift of Cancer, A Miraculous Journey to Healing. And we'll be right back.
3: Marie Menucheri will be holding a seminar in Hollyhock, Vancouver, entitled Discovering and Dissolving Blockages to Health. This seminar ranges from Friday, October 24th through Sunday, October 26th. You may have had a time in your life when you desperately needed a new way to look at a situation in order to reduce conflict or create change. Shifting energy breaks away patterns and allows everything to become new. Within the birth of new energy, anything is possible even healing from a difficult disease. Join Marie for this two-and-a-half-day course to discover how to unravel old patterns and return to your authentic nature. For more information on how to register, visit our events page at energyintuitive.com. And again, this seminar will be in Hollyhock, Vancouver, British Columbia, from Friday, October 24th through Sunday, October 26th. I spent the night in a homeless shelter. I slept in my car last night. I went to school hungry.
4: Every day, right here in our own community, men, women and children don't have enough to eat and are forced to find shelter anywhere they can. Volunteers of America Western Washington is here to help. Besides food and cash donations, your unwanted vehicle can be used to turn lives around. To donate your vehicle, call 877-CAR-4VOA or visit car4voa.org.
3: On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcome Rebecca Norrington who has advice on happiness that you can take to the bank. She went from unhappy to happy and explains how you can too.
4: On Saturday, Kelly Sullivan Walden, the Dream Doctor, discusses those nighttime movies and what they really mean.
3: Then for fun, we play an hour of dream music. So stay in your pajamas this dreamy weekend. Manson
4: Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path, but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction, with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerritt to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows.
2: So many ways to listen.
4: And now... We're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. The search is over. you found the station that's not afraid to be different. Alternative Talk, 1150
3: AM. Don't say it was the right thing.
0: And welcome back to the Rainy Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in gorgeous, foggy, kind of misty Seattle, which, of course, is making me really happy. I have four more trees to put in the ground, and I think this afternoon might be the day. You know, while it's moist, let those beautiful babies
1: mm-hmm. throw their
0: roots into the ground. Perfect and, timing. I know, yeah, perfect. Right? Yeah. <laughs> which must be how you guys are feeling. Like, you know, you've got your roots in the ground now mm-hmm. about this project that you've, you know, loved and put a lot of energy in. And and Marcia, during the break, we, we heard a story about a friend of yours who passed away just not too long ago um, from cancer. Right. And it was heartbreaking for you. It was really your sister, not biologically, but the real kind, yes. you know? Yes. And 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 you were saying you think that
2: because of that experience, it helped bring you and Brenda together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my heart was so open. And I I had a deep desire to make her life continue on, on this plane, to make it, to make her passing matter to, I mean, it, it mattered to a lot of people, but she she didn't know until the last two weeks of her life how much she meant to people. Wow. She really mm-hmm. didn't oh, know. Oh, she was such
0: a powerhouse. I mean, she, how could mm-hmm. she really was. You know, she, she didn't she, know. Yeah, she affected so many people, and she just, like, mm-hmm. you know, made stuff happen that's yeah. not mm-hmm. supposed to happen. She would just work on it
2: till it did. Right. <laughs> yeah, but she just didn't know wow. that until the last two weeks when people, you know, flew all over from all over the country to say goodbye to her.
0: You know, do you think that, um, you know, because we were also talking about when it's time for someone to go, you know, because this isn't a permanent reality. Mm, And so eventually we leave our bodies Mm -hmm. and we go to another
2: dimension. And it sounds like your dear friend got exactly what she needed before she took off. She she had a healing, you know. And so often we think, you know, if when we talk about healing, it means that I got better and I'm still here and I'm Mm -hmm. living my life. But that's not, necessarily what it is. She had a total healing and she left this life healed and beautiful and glorious and full of grace and wonder and beauty and love. It, it was the most miraculous thing I've wow. ever witnessed. Wow. Mm. Which I think is
0: why you were able to help, you know, I, I, I don't mean to speak for you, Brenda, but because you talk really well, the difference between healing and cure, mm-hmm. you know, like medicine is, is we're going to cure this, yes. right? But of all of our healing is that we're gonna make the body well so that nothing else can come into it. You know, that so it can thrive. Well we're so
1: busy trying to save the physical life, to cling to what we have here, that we are willing to fight against our own bodies, against our own intuition, against our own knowing, and follow this road that we may it may not be the best path for us to be on. Now granted Truly, if you're in the throes of cancer and chemotherapy feels like the best path for you to be on, Absolutely. then by all means, go with all your gusto. But consider your body as well and do a lot of extra nurturing and a lot of extra healing with your body to help your body withstand that. Right. My body just told me no. in its own way that that was that I I really felt if I did that I was going to die. That was going to be my road and mm-hmm. my pathway off. And I had a choice. I could do that.
0: Of course you could. I yeah. I, I got and you it. had doctors begging you pretty much. You know, oh, yeah. as Insisting. oncologists do. Oh, yes. You know, um, because of their belief in and right. how that that is a healing the only healing tool that we have right. for cancer, which there is never just one answer to any problem or situation right. you know it's very individual we're all biochemically unique inside right. of our bodies based on our emotions and mm-hmm. our life experiences i love though that you listen to that cuz as a former oncology nurse i've been in many hospital rooms mm-hmm. with physicians and patients and and feeling that the pull that patients feel because their doctor's so confident you know she, that yes. this mm-hmm. is what we're going to do mm-hmm. and you're going to be fine mm-hmm. Um, regardless of the diagnosis or the stage or whatnot, or the fact that chemotherapy is a carcinogenic, mm-hmm. you know, we mm-hmm. have a lot of people who, um, and of course, like you, I celebrate anyone who has survived and thrived yes. by the use of chemotherapy. Yes. I celebrate that, um, but we have a lot of people who also end up with secondary cancers right. and and a lot of health issues because of. What chemo does to the body? Absolutely, very the, the hard. effects of the cure. Yes, <laughs> right, right. right. Yeah.
1: And there's that, there's that difference between healing and curing. You know, the healing is you cannot. And this is what I learned. I mean, these these are the amazing gifts that came to me. You know, meeting Marsha was a gift, and writing the book has been a gift, and and what I learned about my body and my and listening to myself, and and stepping in and and into my power place, and being able to tell my truth, wow, and, and say no and mean no when I mean no, and say yes and mean yes when I mean yes. All of those came to me through this experience of cancer but we cannot separate out the emotional and spiritual bodies of us from the physical body and that's what m- the medical model does and that's right. where the cure goes goes right to the physical body and let's eradicate or let's suppress the symptoms right and so we're setting the body up in a fight or flight it's the fear we're setting that up you know in war there's a winner and a loser So when I hear the term, we're going to fight cancer and fight it with everything in me kind of curled inward and just like, oh, I can't do that. That's how I felt about it, that my body's looking for balance Mm -hmm. and it's looking for healing and Mm -hmm. it's looking for nurturing Mm -hmm. and it's looking for love. And none of that is in the word We're going to go get this and we're going to fight it with all our might. There's no space for that. That's a contracted energy. It is. It's not an open and inclusive, expansive energy. And that was that's what I learned was the difference. And it was like this huge aha moment. I get it. Mm -hmm. And so uh, you talk in the book about the gift,
0: you know, the box. Yes. Yeah. Could you explain that a little bit, please?
1: Yeah, I I, I was in a meditation. And what I was learning was to go toward what is the the greatest challenge is to go toward Scared you. Yes, what's Mm -hmm. in the way I think it was Mary. Oh, gosh, I'm she's gonna kill me. I can't remember her last name right now. But we had her on as a guest. And she wrote a book. What's in the way is the way. Wow. And it's a it's a very wonderful powerful book and that's exactly the truth what's in the way is the way so instead of when we get the uh, rep- Mary O'Malley yes thank you you're welcome thank you <laughs> you're so good it's it's so, so good that's what producers do yes thank yeah, she's you she's local actually yes she <laughs> is here and she she's is a therapist lovely yeah, lovely woman meditation teacher I and, loved her book and yeah. and it just again reconfirmed right. where I am in my life and the, t- the decisions I made because uh, I had been I'd been approaching the cancer and beginning to ask the cancer what it wanted from me. Mm, Wow. And creating a dialogue with it. And don't you
0: think that's a really brave, you know, that takes a lot of courage, right? To go up to the thing that's scaring the
2: heck out of you and become friends with it. Mm -hmm. right? Acknowledging it because then then you make it real and then when it's real you have to do something about it. Right? Wow.
1: And, And see this was again my intuition speaking. This was what I was being nudged to do. So I had learned to meditate. Mm. And I was in meditation one day. And I and I'd been asking for a while now, this didn't just pop in, right? It wasn't
0: just that second. Yeah. (laughs) And so I went back
1: in with the same intention, and got still and went in and, and asked, again, what it wanted from me. And all suddenly, because I had my hands on my lap, and my, I I see this gift box placed in my my hands. Wow! And I looked at this gift gift box, and of course the little girl in me went, "Oh, goody! You know, a <laughs> present." <laughs> and I'm going to open this up and see what it is. And so like I like it's a gorgeous crystal like, or something. Yes. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was a it was a white box with a blue ribbon. On wow! It. That's why that's on the front of the book. Wow! So I just took the ribbon off and I opened the box up, expecting a gift. And what jumped out at me was the word cancer in big, black, bold letters. Wow. And it scared me so bad that it really knocked me out of my meditation. And I kept that to myself for like three weeks before I told my husband. And because I was, I thought my mind got a hold of it. And as soon as my mind got a hold of it, it started Offering up every negative scenario you can imagine. And right. so that was what was going on with me for those three weeks. So I was so plagued by it. I finally told my husband and he said, well, how do you know? How do you know that's the meaning of it? Mm. Why mm. don't you go back in and ask? Mm.
0: Wow, that's a really great question. Yeah.
1: And I never even thought to ask that. Right. Because our minds get a hold of something. Right. The
0: logical part of the us. The logical
1: part, mm-hmm. and we just go with it. So I got up my courage again to go in. And so this time I asked, what was the meaning of that? You know, that, that gift box that had the word <laughs> cancer in it. And the cancer, you know, said... The meaning of that whole thing was that the cancer wanted love. Wow. That's what it was asking of me and that it was a gift in my life to awaken me to loving myself. Right. Well, all of you. you. Yes, all of me. Mm -hmm. And you can imagine that was a huge transformational acknowledgement right there. Right there, I felt like I was already beginning to transform the cancer. Of course. And, and you know, I would have never thought that in my wildest dreams that that was possible or that that would ever come to me, little old me, negative me, mm-hmm. <laughs> the victim in my life, which I was for many years. That's why I know it's possible for anyone. That's for what everyone. gets me excited. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And I really love the intro to the book. I mean, you get Mm. right down to the nitty gritty of victimization, Mm -hmm. how prevalent it is, Mm -hmm. actually, Mm -hmm. you know, whether we have a disease or health, uh, other health issues, or um, marital issues, or financial issues, or happiness issues, whatever they are, is that we blame everyone else for our circumstances. And we have logical reasons for it. I mean, you have stated the logical reasons for all the ways that you felt that you did. Oh, yes. Right? They they totally make sense. Mm -hmm. But that staying in that vibration Mm. doesn't lead
1: to a
0: healthy living right? or a
1: solution you can never find a. you know einstein had it right when he said you cannot solve a problem at the level it was created and we create our problems in our mind wow. the mind the logical mind the reptilian mind right. the mind that that is that feels separated and afraid anyway where we have the fight or flight going on you cannot find a solution there it's mm-hmm. not possible and yet we go back to that place over and over, and the mind will give us another little tidbit, and we follow that tidbit, and we think we've got the answer, and then we realize we're in a pattern, and we're, you know, different players, different circumstances, same outcome. Right, so
0: Marcia, I'm sure that that intro was something that you probably had to pull some teeth with, (laughs) sort of speak, you know, um, with Brenda to help her to really feel okay to, to share this, you know, because people aren't always excited, you know, even when I'm working with clients and, and they're having a serious health issue and they're not going to want me to say right away anyway yeah. that, oh, you manifested this yourself, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, sure. and, you know, people have certainly gotten angry with me and, and unhappy with mm-hmm. my perception of, of disease and wellness. And so I'm sure that, you know, you know that that was – Probably a little uncomfortable, but I think the best call. So, how did you guys manage that, or was there a special technique, or was this knowingness as you came together talking about how this would be not something at the end of the book, but right. something at the beginning? Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you know, first of all, I don't, I, I don't think that it's it's productive for anyone to think that if they have cancer, it's their fault. Right. You know that. I and I think that's what people hear sometimes mm-hmm. when you say, you know, you created this yourself. It's like right. they're somehow. You know, it's it's some weakness right. in 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 their person that you know that did that. And it it it's it's circumstances. It's a it's a long history and life full of things and that multiple happen. life full of exactly. Things. <laughs> Children <laughs> who come into this life with cancer. I mean, right. it, you know, you don't. It's not like they created that. You know, right. so but but to speak to your your question, Brenda had had written. Uh, a, a manuscript, and, and I think probably several times, <laughs> um, and, and what she sent to me, I, I immediately knew what the issues were, and I think she alluded to it a little earlier, was that she was overtelling the story, mm-hmm. and I, and what I wrote to her when I, after I read really just the first three pages of it, and I said, oh, I see what's happening here, and I, I emailed her, and I said, you don't trust that your story is powerful enough that people will get it. So she was sort of telling people how they should feel about what was going on Mm -hmm. with her. I Mm -hmm. said, no, we just tell it. Mm -hmm. Right. Let them have their own experience. Exactly. Clearly... Uh, you know, I, th-
0: I think it's really beautiful, and th- and that's a really smart way to do it—to own it. You know, right. it's your experience, and and your aha, and uh-huh. your belief.
1: And I got when she said that in the email. I just like it was another aha moment for me. Wow, I needed someone to tell me this. I, I think that's absolutely beautiful, and I th- and I think it's it will be lovely
0: for um, people who are reading the book to take inventory of their own lives and, and realize am I feeling victimized because that's a certain type of vibration right mm-hmm. right it's and an it's energy. why we say
1: the book you can replace the gift of divorce or the gift absolutely you can, it, it isn't absolutely. just a book about cancer yeah. it's a book about life and how
2: we and engage healing.
0: it
1: right and healing
0: oh beautiful we're gonna take another break here on the Marie cherry show we'll be right back
3: Investing dreams into reality is meant to be exciting and easy. When the tools you use stop working, a lack of self-worth is most likely holding you back. Marie's Affirm Your Worth cards are the perfect solution to increase self-appreciation while magnetizing your dreams into reality in a nurturing and fun way. Order your Affirm Your Worth cards today online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-485-8813. That's 425 485 8813 When dad needed help getting around I became his driver
0: Soon enough it was up to me to be his housekeeper and financial manager too When he moved in I became his cook and even his nurse But no matter what roles I
1: play I know I'm still his daughter
0: We understand the roles you play So to help we created aarp.org/caregiving where you can connect with experts and other caregivers Visit aarp.org/caregiving
4: For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. We live in a world that's become predictable. Our realities are filled with distractions, hopelessness, and confusion. We've begun to lose touch of what we're truly capable of. It's time for us to regain our true potential. Join psychic, medium, and crystal child, Lindsay Paul, as she connects to the other side and brings back messages from beyond, along with her psychic and skeptic, Abraham DeWeese, and indigo child, Sarah Ellis. They'll help you sort to new heights by answering your questions. Don't miss Wisdom Within and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books throughout the U.S. in 2014. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at EnergyIntuitive.com. No other station brings you this much variety. Welcome to Alternative Talk, 11:50 a.m. Oh,
3: let this-
0: That's a beautiful song, mm. Benny. Thank you so much. We, we wish that for everyone. Benny. Yeah, mm. we thank you so much. Brenda's Honey. favorite. It is. Oh, <laughs> and isn't it great you know that? You know, yep. so you can well, just yeah. plug it in. You know, it's not every guest that gets to have their favorite, <laughs> Well, favorite actually, Benny does work hard at finding music. That, he does that the best. He really does. Oh, it's my amazing. God. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. He's our He's our buddy. He's our buddy. And he's I just buddy. wanted to remind everyone I will be in Hollyhock, Vancouver, I'll October 24th, 25th, and 26th, teaching a two and a half day workshop on discovering and dissolving blockages to health. You can go to hollyhock.org and sign up for that, or go to energyintuitive.com, my website, and go to the event page. And I'm looking forward to seeing you. This will be my third time speaking at Hollyhock, one of my greatest joys. Um, And here we are back at the show talking to Brenda Michaels and Marsha Mercant um, and their beautiful book that they helped write together. The Gift of Cancer, a Miraculous Journey to Healing. So what has it been like now that the book's done?
1: Oh, and you were on to today's show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so
1: exciting. It was. Oh. And again, Marcia was responsible for that because she knew someone that could at least get the story to Kathy Lee and Hoda. And, and even in that, it took a year. Wow. I, I'd almost completely forgot about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, Marsha checked once in a while. But, you know, after months and months, sure. you, you just uh, you Let think, go. well, you know, you and I did. I was completely surrendered. If it was meant to be great, if it wasn't, that's okay.
2: The thing that was so powerful about it is that really that was not even my my initial intention. My my friend David Friedman, who's a brilliant composer and just a wonderful guy, um, he I had given him, I knew that he was on the Today Show once a month. He would write a mm-hmm. song for this segment that kathy lee and hoda have called everyone has a story wow. so i knew that he knew kathy lee and i was actually trying to get an endorsement for our book and yep. so i took the manuscript and you to got david really good ones By we the way, we did yes. get some great <laughs> yeah. endorsements yeah yes. lovely but i took it to david i said can you get this to kathy lee well i, t- I dropped it off at his apartment in new york city mm-hmm. and a couple hours later i i'm home and he calls me and he says oh my god this is amazing. He said, you have to write this up and submit it to Everyone Has a Story. And I said, are you sure? And he said, absolutely. Wow. So I wrote up a 500-word essay, you know, in, in from Brenda's <laughs> point of view that now had become mine. Right. <laughs> um, and, I, and I submitted it. And then just sort of, you know, every few months i check in with, you know, David and say, what well, anything happened? And I said, oh, no, no, let me check, let me check. And then it just happened so quickly when it happened. Actually, wow. it was really divine. Somebody else was supposed to be on and they couldn't get it together to get there. And David was in the office and said, well, how about Brenda Michaels? And they were like, oh, yeah, that was great. And then pow, 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 like in a week. Love oh, it. Well, it. was I, crazy. I got, I got
1: a phone call on Monday and, or Friday. And they said on Monday, we're going to have you Skype and we're going to announce the winner because there's two other people that we are that you're, you know, we're going to choose between. And so I had to be on the, you know, on my Skype with them in the morning and I had to get up and get all fancied up because I do my show in my sweats and and to find out who was going to win that. And I, 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 I thought that this was an actual contest and now I'd been selected to be one of the three. And so I wasn't sure, and and uh, just before we got on Skype, I said to Rob, "Do you do you think there's a chance that they that he they knew. might choose?" And he knew. He said they're going to choose you. Honey. Yeah, he knew. And I said, I "Think so?" Really? And he goes, "Yeah." <laughs> well, when they did, I, I was like, "Oh my god!" It was really, it was really. Uh, and I was in New York in their studio. on two days this was, later. Two days later. This was Monday. <laughs> two days later, I was in the studio. So beautiful yeah. and amazing, and and just so perfect for the human
0: race, you know, we need this information out in the world for those people who are, you know, having challenges, like you said, about anything, but certainly cancer and their family members and friends. So we can all help each other and change the way we feel about cancer, you know, so that we can reach a collective consciousness, the tipping point of awareness and not let this be something that, you know, devastates us so much. I I loved what you said earlier about how in the medical model, you know patients are in that fight or flight response, mm-hmm. and how it's really hard to get well when your adrenal glands are working overtime mm-hmm. because you're so scared. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to listen to your instincts mm-hmm. and your intuition. You can't hear it when you're terrified because intuition is so calm. Yes. You know, and it's it's very neutral, yes. just like that box. Yes. You know, when it opened up, you know, it was just kind of matter of fact. You know, right. how you responded to it ultimately was right. from your own human fear right. but it it said it did it in a neutral
1: way you know it yes. would even put it in a beautiful box for you <laughs> yes i know and and well get you know i got it. it i i've always asked god to make things really clear to me yeah. because i'm one of those stubborn ones that we talked about earlier i'm very determined and stubborn right so i need to have it Delivered to me in a way in which I really—it's clear, it. right? It's yeah, clear. I love it. I love yes. it. I love and when it. I met when when Rob and I started to have a relationship and the writing relationship and the friendship was awesome. I just adored him, and we. He made me laugh so much in some really sad areas of writing. Um, but I wasn't romantically inclined, but yeah. he became. And when he told me that, I was really furious with him. Really? Because oh. you thought it was going to like ruin your friendship? Yes, <laughs> and, our, and our writing relationship. I was, I was really miffed, and I didn't wow. talk to him for almost three weeks. Wow. And it was my turn to come up to—he'd already left L.A. and moved up here to— to a uh, property and it was my turn to come up and spend a couple days riding with him Wow! and I I did I arrived in in Portland and he picked me up and and I was very stoic and the whole time up I flying up my mind was going in all these different directions about oh he's admitted this and now it's going to be a real problem between us and you're not going (laughs) to get any writing done and we drive two hours back to his house and we get out of the car and I I, we go in and I turn around and looked at him he said where's my luggage I had left my luggage in the airport. I was oh, so Oh my upset. gosh! And he said, and, and it's already about one o'clock in the morning because I took a late flight. So he said, "Well, we'll just drive back down and get it. It'll, we can spend more time together." And so on the way back, and I can just imagine you're like, "Great, yeah, you know, yeah, yep, yep, yep." And how's he going to persuade me? And yeah, all right, that he's going to. Yeah, you'll be
0: holding hands before you take oh. the exit. You know,
1: <laughs> and and I'm really not interested in going there with him. And, and on the way back. That little voice, by the way, isn't so subtle with me only because it knows me so well. <laughs> I heard, open up, open up, three times, open up. And I finally said, okay, <laughs> I, okay, okay,
2: <laughs> With I <will."> teeth clenched.
1: <laughs> really, really uh, truly. And uh, I did. Uh, and, and it was the most magnificent five days wow. I had spent. And wow. I opened my heart to this man and I... It was like unbelievable. I had no idea that those kind of feelings would come forward like they did.
0: Well, I think that it's a testimony to how much healing you had done in your life, you know, that you allowed yourself to have a completely different relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, a different relationship with yourself, with other people, that you were listening and trusting. Yes. uh, How amazing. And that's what healing is really all about. You know, for however long we live here on this gorgeous and glorious planet, Mm -hmm. you know, is to be in sync with our instincts and, and have healthy relationships, and have healthy relationships, <laughs> yeah. which is and such everyone. a difficult
2: concept when you're in caught in the drama of life. Right? <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. you just, you know, so as, a, as an actor, I always thought I needed that drama in my life to fuel my work. And, and I've come to find out that my creativity is so much richer when I'm not in that angst of whatever the latest drama yes. <laughs> you know, might be. I think be. that's a
0: really great point because we're so used to the drama, you know, that we have a hard time being present because the present moment is calm. It's mm-hmm, not right. dramatic. And, and, and it feels very boring, like, right, oh, you know. And then all of a sudden, the croak of a frog becomes instrumental in the moment. Yes. It somehow sends beautiful magic to you or the owls that you were listening right. to last night. Last night, yeah. You know, and you can only hear those things when you're present. You, right. know, you can't hear them when you're in the hectic, right. you know, adrenal rush right. of human drama. Mm-hmm. And, and
1: can I mention our Intentional mm. Shift? Yes, That's our website, please. intentionalshift.com. And we're holding an event in January, our first event. Lovely. And, uh, you know, we're, we're speaking tonight at... Uh, uh, East West Books oh. at seven.
2: Oh, yes. amazing! And then and our our event is called a shift happening. Journey to the center of you. Oh my gosh, you guys are incredible!
0: And
1: when is your event? January. It's going to be in January. January twenty fourth. Well, I think we did find a place last night, (laughs) and I can't say it for sure yet. But all that'll be up on our website,
0: and people can always go and listen to your show early in the morning. Not too. It's really not too early. It's just for me,
1: it seems early. Yes. Um, And (laughs) yeah, we announce all of that, and I want to mention our our third partner in this is Marla Williams. Oh yes, where is Marla? She's in that room. Hi, Marla. Fabulous, beautiful (laughs) woman. She is beautiful. Powerful woman. It
0: was just a pleasure to see her beautiful face this morning. She's
1: amazing and uh, she made the third piece of this perfectly and that's a whole nother interview because that was another (laughs) synchronistic meeting for the two of us and and when I told Marsha about her and Marsha got on the phone and the three of us Marsha knew you she you knew immediately that she was meant to be part of this so
2: the thing that's so great is the three of us bring different gifts different strengths Mm -hmm. and 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 yet they all just sort of Blend together in a really harmonious way, yeah. and that's
0: what healthy partnership is about. Yes, you know, the best of yourself yes.
2: comes out.
1: Yes. We have a conscious partnership; we <laughs> truly do, and that's what's beautiful about it. Because we know what we can't do too. I, right. I know yeah.
2: where I'm lacking. Well, and, you know, and it's
0: kind of like what brings you joy. You know, because yes. what brings you joy, you're great at. You know, yes. Yes. and the things that don't bring you joy, you don't have to spend a lot of time trying to figure it out no. because someone else is great at it. And we exactly. can be vulnerable
1: with each other. Ah. And that's a beautiful thing to be able to just be who you are. Wonderful. Well, this has been
0: a fabulous hour. I've so enjoyed the interview. Thank you so much. Thank thank you. you. you glad you're in town, Uh, Marsha. You're welcome. And thank you so much, Brenda, for coming into the studio. And thank you, both of you, for this amazing book, The Gift of Cancer. Um, I hope that many, many, many people, I know they will actually, will run out and buy it and be transformed. So thank you so much. Thank Thank you, you. Marie. And joyful blessings. Bye-bye.